So guys, just wanted to do this very quick message because I'll be honest, I had an absolute mare when recording this uh, Christmas special, which I thought went really well. Um, I thought I clicked the record button um, on the um, recording device. We've got the full video, which we've taken the audio from the video. And um, yeah, so the quality of audio may not be as great. It's my fault. Thought I pressed the button, I didn't. There's nothing worse than having a 50 minute conversation and realizing that you didn't press the record button. Um, but you should be able to hear it still okay. It's a great conversation. Um, but yeah, I just wanted to make this quick message. This is a recruitment podcast Christmas special. Uh, my name's Hisham Azuz. Uh, sat with me his daughter. So thank you so much for coming up to the studio. Um, but this is a bit of a special one. As, um, Obviously, I host the Recruitment Roller Coaster. Daughter um, hosts the Recruitment Recruiter, sorry, Startup Podcast. Recruiter Startup. Recruiter Startup Podcast. And I think um, I think what started this was someone put a post out there, didn't they? And then I got straight. Obviously, we we obviously we've connected and you was on my podcast ages ago. Yeah. And um, someone put a post out there. What, what recruitment podcast do you listen to? And I think it's safe to say that Daughter and Hisham Azuz landed in those comment section. There's a few has-beens in there, in there as well. Yeah, so... Shout out to all the has-been podcasters. <laughs> so I think, um, I thought, why, why would we not join forces and, and have a bit of fun? And it ended up being around Christmas, and that's why I've, I've got reindeers. Obviously, that you, if, you're, if you're not watching, then um, if you're listening, I've, I've got reindeer antlers. Well, they're not antlers, are they? They're just reindeers on my head. They're lovely. <laughs> got a lovely Christmas jumper. Yeah, I've, so. I've got a great Christmas jumper. Can I keep this? Of course you can. It's yeah, amazing, amazing. It's present. Amazing, obviously, Dawson's got a nice Santa hat um, in front of me, he's looking, looking the part. And um, we thought we'd jump on, have a real good chat around um, what, what we've learned this year because um, we've we both started a podcast this year um, and, and just go from there, really. Um, so I guess, why don't we just frame it up a bit? So I, when I worked in recruitment, we got in touch, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I, I had this idea of starting this podcast called The Recruitment Roller Coaster just because I had a blog at that point, which you wrote on, actually, if you remember. Yeah. Um, and um, the, the simple idea I had was, um, did you listen to podcasts before you started one? I'm obsessed. So I really? All, all day long. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's your go-to, then? What, what, ones, do you, what um, ones do you always tend to gravitate towards? Well, I have my, have my, have my list here. <laughs> let, let me just jump it I mean, for, yeah. like I'd say, first off, I'm obsessed with Joe Rogan. Yeah, I am. How he lives his life. Oh, that's class, isn't it? Like, things that he's into, how he gets obsessed with things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, fair and enough. Joe Rogan's my go-to. Then... I'm into like so. So you got Gary yeah. V on there. You got I got Gary V in there. I find Gary V very good, but he's a bit same samey. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. his messages can be yeah, yeah. Is he just dra- he's banging the same drum? Yeah, yeah. And, and it's like okay, Gary, I get it. Great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah. I probably don't. So you got go, some football ones go, in there. I'm obsessed with football too. Yeah. So I do, I do play that. Man United, which is tough times. Oh, to so do. I used to support United. The reason why I say I used to. So my mum's from Oldham. Yeah. Mum's from Manchester. Are you a Manchester City fan? No, 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 no. no, no, no. <laughs> it's really weird because like I played football all the way. I mean, I was playing football like two years ago. And I played football all my life. Um, and basically, what I was watching United probably two, three times a season, like oh, going cool. up to the games. I'm from near Brighton, so it was a long way. Um, but um, it was getting to that point where like if United lost, like it actually had the potential ruining my weekend. Really? Yeah. And I was like, I can't. Now nah, I'm, I'm done. I can't. I can't get to that point. I don't want that to happen. <laughs> you were living and breathing it. <laughs> yeah, I was living and breathing it, even though I was a southerner. And um, 
And I don't know if you do you watch Netflix, right? Yeah, Netflix. Yeah, stupid question, probably. Yeah, I'm married with kids, not a kid. <laughs> um, but there's a documentary they released recently about Sunderland. Yeah, yeah. Have you seen it? No. I've, okay, I've, I've just finished I've watching it. Have you seen the all all for nothing one? I saw a bit of it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I was just. Fa- I mean, when have you been able to go behind the scenes of a football club like that? Like, yeah. So I find that fascinating, and um, yeah, I watched the Sunderland one recently, which is a complete polar opposite of the City one because they get relegated twice yeah. back to back and um, I mean obviously there's so much in there about the fans the, like these people in Sunderland who care about their team so much and are crying and mm. it literally is their weekend and I, I just couldn't get to that point so that's that I am, yeah like I'm so out of the football game right now yeah. and I've, it's the first time if I'm honest so I, I listen to a few business podcasts yeah listen to This Week in Startups by Jason Calacanis nice and in it, you kind of get an idea of what's happening yeah, in yeah. the States. And that, That's cool. As you know, living in the south of England, yeah. in a quaint village, <laughs> you kind of need to get something from the outside <laughs> yeah, world. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So, um, yeah, so, daughter, you was on my podcast in the early days. That's when we first like, really connected, wasn't it? And, yeah. um, and then I guess, is it fair to say that, oh, I mean, we sp- I helped you sort of say that this is how you can start it. Why not start one, right? Yeah, well, look, I was doing research in it. Yeah. One of the podcasts, oh yeah, because you listen to them, yeah. Yeah, one of the podcasts I listen to is the Tropical MBA. Okay. And I was part of their business forum, and they're always on about how to, like, you should start your own oh, podcast, okay, okay. et cetera, et cetera. And I was doing a lot of research, and I came and I came across that that you had started yours. Yeah, and I yeah, thought, yeah. if that little shit has been able to start, <laughs> only been in <laughs> recruitment for a year. Yeah, 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 yeah. Wow. And yeah. and then I listened to your format, and I thought, oh, that's that's quite a good no format, brainer, right? Intro, like intro. Mm. Yeah. Main piece. I don't know if you do outros, but I, I I do outros. Yeah, yeah. So and then whenever we, whenever we spoke, you said, "Oh, anchor. try try anchor." Yeah, yeah. And and all the rest. And you you've a you've a nice wee way of tying it into your blog. Yeah. Probably should have done that, but. Uh, well, the blog's dead now. I haven't done it. Oh, okay. Well, maybe maybe, uh, <laughs> maybe I made the right. Maybe not at the start. At the start, definitely. Yeah. Um, well, okay, cool. So. Let's before we talk about our experience of starting one, and I think in 2019 there will be a lot more people like us who are thinking, yeah. well, "Why should I not be? What well, I should start one, right?" So um, shout out to Dave Hume. <laughs> shout out, yeah. I, I, again, he was someone that I had on the ages ago as well. Um, so, um, ha, what has the podcast done for you as as a, a recruiter, straight recruitment business owner this year? In a, in a nutshell, yeah. I suppose the first bit was my my job was getting a bit same same. Okay, so. Like we'd have a conversation with a the client, they tell us the exact same thing, yeah. And then, you know, we're talking to a recruiter and we're trying to tell them about the point of difference of the business, yeah. And I just, as you know, you must have been approached by lots of yeah, 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 yeah. Did were they ever, ever able to tell? You, well, obviously they weren't able to tell you anything no, different because you joined because you joined this the, yeah, this job. Same, and you're not, so it's the same spill, more commission, good um, uh, forward thinking business, all, all the normal stuff. So, my, my, my kind of aims were twofold. One, I wanted to know, I wanted to get under the hood yes. of how, how the best businesses work. Yes. But also, I wanted to figure out how the best solo operators work as yeah. well. And that's what I've kind of done. I've, I've done a mixture of figuring out what the solo operators do and, yeah. and then getting under the hood of what the big businesses do. And ideally, if it's one of the owners, because they, they're more comfortable to take you on a journey of the highs, yeah. the lows. Like, you know, I've, I've had people on who've had $10 million search firms, $25 million yeah. search firms, uh, probably even larger than that in Asia. And 
Well, they're just like me and you. Yeah, exactly. And they made a series of good decisions at the right time in the right place. Yeah. And they had hard times and they had good times. And I was just amazed that all of a sudden I went from kind of being this person who sends them candidates every now and then to really understanding them and feeling like that I could call them up and, 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 yeah. and like relate to them on a much better level from yeah. doing it. No, I love that. Hundred percent. And then, how has that affected? Like, let's let's talk, obviously recruit. Okay, well, how, what is it worth your time or whatever, right? So, how has it affected your business? Like, has it had any ROI? Yeah. So, it, it definitely has had an ROI because I implemented it as part of our system. Cool. Part it's of your process. Part of my process. Okay. So, I suppose like I get recruitment leaders and I get the independent leaders and then I have a few thought leaders as well yeah, yeah. now there's no ROI on the thought leaders yeah, yeah. there's no ROI on the independents right now and maybe there will be in the yeah, future yeah. but that middle section of describing what it's like to be a recruiter abroad to live in to live in Sydney and speaking to the owner or the person who's over there in yeah. that and tapping into all my old connections from working in Australia and working yeah. in North America and that it, it, I'm able to document that and then share that with somebody who's potentially looking so if they'll, they'll always have like five or six questions like how much can I make yeah, yeah. what's the tax there yeah, yeah. what's the visa yeah you know um, you know what who who are your clients I'm like I can give you all these answers but unless you connect with whoever the yeah, owner is 100%. you're not going to want to I mean know. yeah so <clears throat> okay cool so let, let 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 me share my perspective of that then same, same sort of thing um so for me I think that that's the biggest thing that I've um, recognised. What you just explained there is that obviously, I mean, for me, going coming here before I used to do it from the same anchor app. Yeah. So I used to do it in my bedroom. So um, obviously, when you're asking questions for another person, touch question, you're asking about their hard times, the good times. Obviously, you, you're you're having a, a real human to human like conversation, right? Yeah. So that so it's like rapport. Obviously, gets used a lot, but that that's building serious rapport, right? And 100, percent I felt that look every single person I've had on the show I'm not going to say I think they're my friend but I feel like I could pick up the phone to them if I needed something yeah I mean I came in here today <laughs> I don't go anywhere yeah so, <laughs> exactly so I think I think that's that's been a huge thing right so actually generally building relationships yeah. uh, you've experienced that too um, <clears throat> and then um, yeah I mean my intention was I was a recruiter and um, I, I was one of that 1% that wanted to get into the industry because my friend w went into it from the same background as mm. I was an insurance broker and um, I love the sound of it and I just wanted to be a better salesperson that, that's yeah. what, that was my only motivation and um, when I looked online for um, uh, what would being a recruiter entail it was face to face, it was networking it was earning more money, it was consultative that's what I found out um, and that, that I wanted to get those skills so obviously in those 12 months they were difficult didn't, didn't build a whole lot and I, it was fucking hard so um, in that time I saw tons of CVs um, that had recruit recruits on for less than three months mm. and, and I, I was left genuinely really curious about that um, and um, me and my colleague came up with a phrase of because like we'd have really good days and, and then the next day it'd yeah. be fucking terrible and be like this is a fucking rollercoaster it's the recruitment rollercoaster yeah. this is isn't it yeah. and, and then that it just snowballed from there there's a blog and then there's a podcast um, so that was my only intention and obviously then, I guess... When did you start getting passionate about marketing? Yeah, uh, so I was, I, was, I was thinking about that. And I created my first video, November 2017. Yeah. So 
I so I so probably for the last three years I've been listening to podcasts so okay. quite a while right and probably as I got into recruitment and I, I'm all about self development I'm all about investing myself all that mm. that's my mindset so I I'll be honest I, I started uh, consuming a lot of Gary Vee's content yeah. like I know everyone just goes there but it's he fucking impacts people and start listening to his content um, and then I I mean I was just like. What, what else can I do to get hold of more people that I can help as a recruiter? Yeah. Because I was just... The problem I had was getting hold of people. It wasn't when I got hold of people. Like I, was good at building, I was good at building credibility and I was good at making the most out of that small opportunity you get as a recruiter in those first five minutes. And I was like, what else can I do? So I was consuming Gary Vee's content and I was, he was just talking about content, social media, whatever. And I was like, what, what else can I be doing? Because I was just doing all the normal stuff. So. Yeah. Just started doing the, the, the classic um, LinkedIn posts. Um, Monday, if you hate Mondays, yeah. we should talk. The same posts that everyone's doing right now. Don't move, don't move, um, don't wait till January to move. Move now. Like yeah. everyone's doing it. Like, I, I would be that person that would do that. Yeah. And then start to get a, a bit of traction on just the LinkedIn posts. And then I thought, fuck it, why don't we do a video? Like yeah. that could reach more people, or like I could get me across more. Yeah, because I'm not a writer. Like I, I could write, but I'd say I for me I'd rather be in front of a camera because I can get myself across. Sure. Yeah. So I did a video in November 2017. At that point, you can even upload it natively. It's really? Just YouTube. Honestly. Yeah, I suppose yeah, because Facebook changed the algorithms and, yeah, they, and then yeah. LinkedIn kind of jumped. Yeah, out yeah. So and then everybody, remember, then everybody started posting yeah, these, yeah, yeah, yeah. these videos where they look at it and they go, <laughs> <laughs> literally. Uh, uh, and yeah. then the next stage is they get a sign and, and yeah. So. Mm, mm. so literally, posted. Yeah. So I remember that. So you had to post for YouTube, and I'll yeah. be honest. I remember posting my first video, and it, it didn't get much traction. I was really disappointed. Really disappointed. Yeah. But some of my colleagues, I'm sure you've had this, where basically some of my colleagues had the possibility of uploading it natively, but I didn't. So LinkedIn did that thing where like they'd roll it out to X amount of members, oh, okay. but not everyone would have it. Didn't have a clue. Yeah, well, basically, so my director, he's been in recruitment for, for ages, he had the capability of uploading it natively, yeah. and I didn't. So it didn't roll out instantly yeah. across LinkedIn. Was he using your podcast to attract staff to his no. company? No, I completely started from my back. No, but was, did he did he did he, did he not like see that and go, or, or was he more of a boutique? No, no, it was a boutique, and I'll be honest, it was, it was a bit of a weird dynamic because all of my, it was, I was in the business of because uh, eight people when I got there. Yeah, it, it grew to people ten by when we grew a bit, but. Everyone in the office is a bit like, what, what is he doing? <laughs> I would be too, though. Yeah. Because if I was him, I'd be like, knock this in the he head. He knock, knock this in the head. Get out there yeah. and, and do this podcast yeah. with people in the insurance industry mm-hmm. and, and really buy into what yeah, you're yeah, doing. Yeah, yeah, no, you're right. He, um, he must have known that you were going to... Nah, well, when I handed my notice, <laughs> it was a complete surprise because I had a really good yeah. good year. He thought I was going to set up a rhetoric. Yeah, so did I whenever he said to me. Yeah. And... Um, but basically, the whole Martin thing, so I, I create more videos, I start creating more content, and I, I start to s- see a clear ROI mm. as a recruiter. It had a real impact on my desk, it had a real impact on my billions. Really? Genuinely. Even though you weren't doing stuff within the... Yeah. But, or, no, but the oh, content sorry. I was doing on LinkedIn. Oh, right. That was so that's what I mean. It was, it was weird. Like, it was weird. I don't know. I just, it just snowballed. Like, it, it just happened. Yeah. 
There was no plan behind it. it I was just going with it. Like Sean, just, Sean was whispering in your ear. <laughs> well, I, I got in touch with Sean um, on the blog, so we yeah. built a relationship from yeah. there. And I tried to get Sean to work with my boss. I tried to get Sean to work with our business, but we declined. We yeah. had the genius idea of doing it ourselves. Didn't last very long. No. And um, so, yeah, so I was creating videos for LinkedIn, and they did really well. They, it was the most yeah. engaged pieces of content, or the, the content that got the most engagement I've ever done. Wow, okay. Um, and basically, I was, so, I think the big, a big moment for me was I was attending networking events, all the insurance professionals, and I had... People, not loads of people. I'm not going to. Famous, it. Right? No, I wasn't famous. You LinkedIn famous? You are. No, I'm not. Um, but um, <laughs> yeah, so I had insurance professionals coming up to me, going, "Hisham, I've seen your videos. Like, I love it. I like it. Whatever." Yeah. I was like, "Fucking hell, this works." This. So, of course, it works. I think I think it was when when I really saw the ROI and I saw that it was working and it had a real impact on um, my recruitment desk. And by this point, I had a relationship with Sean, and yeah. I was like. I don't see any of my competitors doing this, which is mm. one of the main reasons I started. And I was like, look, there's something here. And I'll be honest with you, mate, I'll just wait my gut instincts. Like, a lot of this is just my gut instinct. If, if, I, if, I, like you're, if I was your age yeah. and that opportunity came up, I would have jumped That's in. That's what I mean. And I think, that, I mean, look, I'm, I'm 25. Not that age matters, if I'm yeah. honest. But, you, I mean... You look even older with... <laughs> but I think, look, the mindset was, worst case scenario, if it, go, if it goes... Uh, tits up here at Hoxo, then I end up back at home with my parents, who I love dearly. <laughs> <laughs> so I was, I was cool with that. Good spare room for you, mate. We're yeah, exactly. I was cool with that. And um, yeah, mate, so the, so the podcast for me, um, bringing it back to, to business, is it's definitely helped in, obviously now, Hoxo Media, right? We're only yeah. recruitment businesses, so it's definitely helped with that. It's, it's, de- it's definitely helped me get, get deals at Hoxo, definitely. Um, so yeah, I, it's it's been a real a real win. I'm honest, and I'm excited for next year because it's there hasn't been a real a real plan behind it. If I'm honest, I've been yeah. holding with it. I don't know if you felt like you've had a bit of a plan. And I think when we spoke, you said like next year, like you really want to maximise it, make the most out of it. Yeah. Right? Whereas it, it just started as a bit of a like let's do it, and you just yeah. roll with it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I, I always have a plan. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah. Fair so, enough. but. I think I'm also a little bit lazy, so yeah. like I should do more editing. I should learn a bit more about all yeah, that yeah. type of stuff. But, yeah, I, I I generally just enjoy having a good chat yeah, about yeah. people's career and recruitment and all the other stuff. When I was coming up here today, I was thinking, wish these guys would like just edit my podcast, distribute <laughs> it for me, and I could pay them. Wouldn't that be like like how, how could we make how do you how do you want to edit it? Like, like what what do you want to change? <laughs> A bit more professional, or Wait, a bit more you, you, don't think, you don't think it's professional? No, I mean, I think it's. I'm I don't know. I know what you mean. I know what you mean. No, well, look. I mean, so you've got like. We're, yeah, yeah, we're, yeah, on, we're, on, we're on camera here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You've got some good mics. Yeah, yeah. Um, like I, I, in my office, I, I, I kind of have a setup where I could do this. So, I probably should do that. And then with the issue with anchor is, you know, it's it's just audio. Yeah. And then sometimes it cuts out. And then I was on this guy's Steve Lowitz, uh, his his show yesterday and it's Recruiter Fuel he's now in America yeah, so, you tag him, yeah. so uh, Steve used Zoom for that yeah Zoom's good we use Zoom for video calls and, and I was like oh that's, I probably should be so using all this video camera. Stuff. yeah and that's what I mean I mean for you 
that that would be the thing, right? Because like you can't have people come down to Arundel and, and sit down with you yeah. and meet your family and have a record. <laughs> yeah, we podcast. can do, we can do that. <laughs> you only have the road. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So um, that's what I mean. So for you, it's like take them to the castle. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, obviously yeah. it's for you. It's it's yeah, it's having that capability. I mean, look, there's so much tech out there, mm. and I, I haven't. I ha- I did have a brief look, but. For me, obviously now I live in London, that's why I opted for Anchor because I used to do it at home. Yeah. So that that so I guess so what would your advice be to some a recruiter who's thinking, Oh, I'd love to start a podcast? Like what would your advice be to them? I'll give my advice, but what what would yours be? Um, <coughs> so I suppose you, you kinda have to do it within whatever discipline you're doing, I Sector, think. Yeah. 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 I think I agree. So, but at the same stage, you don't want to. You don't want to make it just one big long advert. Yeah, I, I don't give in. I don't let anybody have the questions or anything before because I don't have them. Mm. I, I just rock up and have a crack. Mm. And I don't. So I used. To, I gave you the first one, didn't I? Uh, I you kind of give me an idea of, of, yeah, of yeah, what, yeah, yeah, com- yeah. what was coming. Uh, but like, I, I completely just run it blank. Yeah. Same. And and they 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 always say, oh, can you can you send me questions? That's because I think people haven't done it before. That's why they want to prepare and stuff. Yeah. But. I think audio is a good place to start yeah. until you get good at it because you're not worried about like what the cameras do yeah, and, and, the, like, and the person in front of you isn't yeah. either. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, and there's just something cozy about yeah, audio yeah, I as agree. well. I agree. I think yeah, it's, it's got to be in your sector. It can't be. You can't be doing a podcast with someone if you're a recruiter with a client who's hiring to talk about why you should join them. I think it's it's, it's what we've both done really. It's about. Underst- it's understanding their journey and, and yeah. understanding their what, what the vision is and and look at the end of the day look ask ask anyone right if you're in recruitment you join a business because you connect with the people you join a business because you connect to the I still part. remember Ryan Hathrow's socks <laughs> when I came in really? and, the, and the hot bird that came in and give me give me water and stuff yeah. you know, when I was like I was sitting there in my the last my, the, the last twenty pound I spent in Bali on a on a tailor-made suit <laughs> trying to get a visa to stay in Australia really but, you know those things stay and he came in and he was the picture of success that's what I mean and I thought oh I'm up for that how hard could this be <laughs> <laughs> so that's what I mean so like I think look people and look if every recruiter out there will know that, that that's why people take jobs right obviously yeah. look everything else comes with it higher salary more holiday whatever but mm. ultimately what it comes down to is if that person thinks it's going to help them go to where they want or help them get to a better position or yeah. connect with the person or whatever right so to, I think my advice would be yeah don't, don't this isn't an audio job advert this is yeah this is this is caught, uh, this is um, creating valuable content ask, ask difficult questions as well yeah yeah you know, bring them into deep water yeah I like that and I think it also ties in with I know you said you don't, you don't I mean for you it, it's, it's not possible but to like meet all your clients and all that but a big selling point for um, recruiters is, is that they meet their clients mm. right, in their sectors so I think all it is really if I'm thinking about it now is if I was to meet a client if I met an insurance broker I'd taken all the information around mm. me I'd ask the questions in that meeting that I'd probably ask on a podcast yeah and then I'd then take that in and then I'd pitch that and wrap it up in a thing. Yeah. Do you get what I mean? So it's, it's, it's all it simply is is turning a client meeting into a, a piece of content. Yeah. Um, do, do you know what I mean? And, and talking about those things that you essentially you'd be talking about to a candidate. But, I mean, we I had uh, I had one of your clients, Toby Bab, yeah. on the podcast. Yeah. And he's, he's smooth as, yeah, as he's anything, class. right? And uh, he knows his stuff. Mm. And he's very credible. Yeah. And he takes you on a great journey yeah, of yeah. the story and he gives points of difference of how they do business and yeah. stuff. And 
I was able to grab that, send it to send it to somebody. Yeah. And now he's starting with them in New yeah, York. That's cool. So there's like for me that was exactly. So you know, and we, I'd never done business with them before. I'd never had a meeting with them. We'd never even had a conversation. Boom. Boom. That's what I mean. That, that's it. That's it, guys. And I think that that is possible for each and every person listening to this. That. Um, I mean, it's just a no-brainer, like mm-hmm. in my mind. So, I think how you can get started. My advice always is anchor. If I'm honest, yeah, like, I haven't had a recent refresh on what I'm sure there is other things, but anchor is a dedicated yeah. app to podcasting. If it's too much work, people will just go. Do you know exactly? I won't do so that's why I think anchor works. Yeah. I used to do it when I was in recruitment, so it, it's it's doable, it's and, achievable. And as we said before, you could record it on something else if you want yeah. and then upload it to Anchor yeah. so then it gets out mm. there but the great thing and, and I used to do it outside of work but that was because I wasn't doing it in my sector however if you're doing it in your sector yeah, then you're, you could probably do that during work because of course it, yeah exactly so the great thing about Anchor <laughs> great thing about Anchor is that you can do everything through the app so basically in, in a nutshell I'll let everyone check it out but mm. Basically, you call people through the app. It gets recorded. It's high quality, um, and you can click a button and it gets on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, everywhere. And, and I think that that would be my advice for people to start. Yeah, and then you're down to selecting guests. Yeah, and uh, his name escapes me right now. But the, the the guy who who runs Top Recruiter. Oh, is it Gary? I don't. I don't know. Um, I'm not sure. Top Recruiter Top Recruiter the reality TV show oh Chris Lavoie Chris Lavoie (laughs) he's a character isn't he Chris the rock star right so I've had a couple have you had him on the podcast no I'm going to and I I, I, I've I've had the video call with him about some stuff yeah I've had a couple of them he's an interesting guy yeah he's cool but uh, he said to me man you're in media now (laughs) oh right (laughs) grand job (laughs) and uh, and I said oh what has that been he says oh you need to take care of everybody (laughs) Um, but what he was trying to say is don't just grab the biggest profiles out there get whoever whoever could potentially have a good story and I have had a few big profiles on and yeah. some of them have been alright yeah. but anybody who's on the software circuit or who's selling a certain thing hard they have a bit of a rhythm to how they speak and how they go and you find that it's very hard to get them to, to sound like they're telling a proper story mm. and that's so select like it's fine to have some of them but yeah. I think like have people that haven't been on a podcast before yeah. and then uh, just have a great conversation yeah, with yeah. them no, I think yeah, my my two pence on that would be um, yeah, definitely have a, identify some some people that you'd love to to have a conversation with, um, and again, I'm, I'm, I started off with a few mates. Did you? Yeah, yeah sounds terrible. <laughs> sounds terrible, but, no, but but they're both charming guys, and I knew yeah, they'd, yeah, yeah. they'd have a good story. Exactly. And stuff, yeah. So, so and and again, I think my advice would be that charming but, some of the time. <laughs> my advice would be that before you, you start it, feel it out with some of your clients, right? Mm. So just speak to your clients who you'd have a relationship with and say, look, I'm thinking about doing this podcast, how do you feel about getting involved, blah, blah, yeah. blah. And then I think to be a bit smart with it, a piece of content, I think it was Gary Vee again, I know I mentioned him too many times already. I know, sorry. Um, but basically he called it yeah. the high school party move. Right. It really resonated with me. This okay. is when I first started the podcast, I was like, fucking genius. Okay. So, Basically, what the high school party move is, is if you think about when you were back at school. Yeah, and um, years ago. Yeah, and uh, you uh, had your prom, 
and um, normally there'd be uh, someone who would host that prom par- after party of some sort. Yeah. Um, and basically, what the high school party move is, is that that person who may not be that popular, bit of a gimp, bit nerdy, yeah, but is throwing a prom after party. <laughs> His parents are out and he's up for it, yeah. right? What does that do to that person? Completely elevates them to being popular. Yeah. Everyone wants to speak to them, whatever, right? So the high school party move is basically getting people on the show where or identifying people who can completely elevate like yeah. your show straight away, right? Because yeah. they're you're going from you, if you get people who've already got a band, um, brand or whatever, you're going to piggyback off that if you have them on your show. Do you get what yeah. I mean? So, so that I, I thought that was really smart, and then it makes sense. So yeah, I'd sure identify sure. people who you know has a lot of attention, and if you manage to get them on your show, yeah. you know that that's going to get a lot of attention, yeah. right? I, I chose my first fifteen of my LinkedIn newsfeed. Who was in there? That's what I mean. But so you can be smart that way because all my clients at, the st- at, at that point went. Podcast and not doing really, and now that I get a thousand downloads a week, mm. and it's quite specific to agency recruiters who yeah, want yeah. to set up their own. Or well, you build a platform now, so, so you can go hang on and look. This what's in it for you? That's what I was saying. Yeah, here, here, like, why wouldn't you? Why, why would you be paying me money instead of coming on and telling your story? Yeah, exactly. And I think um, again, and then that's a great thing for recruiters when you build it and you get to that point. You can then target client. You can target people that you want to work with, right? You can say, you can, instead of business development saying, hey, Mr. Client, have you got any jobs? It's, hey, Mr. Client, I'm going to stroke your ego and I want you to come on my podcast show. Yeah. Why would I do that? Well, actually, let me tell you what's in it for you. Well, I get 500 downloads a month or 500 downloads a week, whatever it is, of SaaS salespeople. Oh, great, okay. Yeah. Do, do you know what I mean? Well, so that, that, that's, that's, what, that's what we do now. Yeah. And... And then it's a different conversation. So, and, so you use that as your business development now? Yeah, I suppose so. I mean, in Rack Direct, there isn't really business development. That's what I mean. There's no, it, if you have the person. But there's really, kind of managing telling people that you won't work their jobs. Yeah, yeah, and I'm, yeah. I'm happy to help people, you know, get their story out there yeah, or whatever. Yeah. But working jobs in Rack Direct is really hard unless they've a point of difference. And as you probably know from yeah, selling. Yeah service that oh. gives people a point of difference they don't get that no they don't get that because they they only see themselves in the mirror and they're like well I'm awesome of course you'd want to work mm. for me mm. and I started there but they don't realise or maybe they do but there's hundred other people offering yeah. exactly the same thing there's just so many recruitment businesses out there now it's fucking mental yeah we're at the top of the market though <laughs> you are we are as an industry we're at the top of the market mm. stock market is kind of petering a little bit mm. probably due for a correction mm. everybody was able to set up in a hot market and we'll see who can survive when we have a dip yeah, yeah. it's going to be interesting isn't it yeah well you guys will survive because what will happen is people will go well, what are we doing what can we do that will make a difference and, and use of positioned yourselves as yeah, yeah. the recruitment marketing people I don't know anybody <coughs> else who does what you do now so what was that? I don't know anybody else who's kind of put themselves out there as, as the recruitment yeah, agency yeah. recruitment marketing people. Yeah, yeah, that's fair enough. Um, so I guess, um, how's 2018 be for you, mate? What's So I saw your uh, emotional post <laughs> recently. Yeah, I love... I think the, you've got to put yourself... I, look, I like things like that, if I'm honest. Yeah. I'm a, I'd like to think I'm a quite a deep person, yeah. mate. I'm a deep spiritual person. Yeah. So I like seeing people put themselves out there and be vulnerable and, and be honest. Yeah. Um, so, uh, did you think about quitting? Two Wait, years ago, I did, yeah. You quit or you fought? No, no, like, 
See, it's, it's a hard one. Like, I, I was a pretty good IT recruiter, mm. and I still fancy myself at that. Like, really? And... So what, because you know how much I can make? Yeah. They made three times as much as me for, for, for a placement in the States. Breaks my heart, that. Really? Yeah. yeah. Some of these people couldn't tell their own shoelace. I'll be, I'll be honest, mate. Like, Not my clients. <laughs> no, <laughs> Love look, you all. No, look, I'll, I'll be honest. Um, now, like, I mean, I was in my own little bubble. I was in I was in a place called Havers Heath, which is near Gatwick. It's, yeah, it's yeah. pretty much farmland. Like, it's, so it's own little bubble. I was, I, I was doing okay. I, I built six figures in my second year. Like, nothing overly amazing. Mm. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, no, nothing overly amazing, but... I mean, coming come now selling to recruitment businesses and being in the whole London recruitment yeah. bubble, I feel the same. I'm like, fucking hell, I could smash it as a recruiter. I just know I could. Mm. And I'd do it differently. I know I would. And I'd do very well. So I have those thoughts as well. So I can imagine you do as well when you're placing recruiters. Yeah. But I don't know if I could smash it in an agency. I don't know if mm. I... Well, you'd have to do it on your own. Oh, yeah, of course. But... When I was doing it, I, I I needed it. I needed the visa in Australia, mm. and I needed to get my career going. Why did you need it? Because you know I was twenty seven. Had been fucking about. Been, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Nothing I, wrong with that though. No, I was in Brussels. I was running nightclubs. Yeah, was having a good time. Love that. A bit too much of a good time. <laughs> had to had to had to go to the other side of the world. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and yeah. But but I needed it right, and when you're there, you don't have any, I don't have any money to come back to Europe. Like. Yeah, yeah. So and everybody else is in the same boat, and you kind of feel that vibe. And all of a sudden, somebody's paying me 150 grand a year or whatever, whatever I was taking home, and I'm like, what? What? Let's go. What? Let's go. Like, yeah, and yeah, yeah. I, you know, I was handed a nice desk, nice like, had a soft landing yeah. but I was also I was so intense on making that work yeah. I don't know if I'd have the same hunger right now mm. well even if you even though you've got a young family a lot of people say when they have that kid it's like I don't know, mm. how many kids have you got? <laughs> 25 no. <laughs> uh, how many children? with a trailer at the back <laughs> how many children have you got? <laughs> uh, we've had two in two years really? so, so that's what I mean that, that okay. changes your life perspective right? it does but so I like okay, I make good money yeah, I don't make great money. Okay, so I can live very comfortably in the south of England, and I have a great work-life balance, and you know I can take help my wife with the kids all the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just do lots of that stuff. If I was to set up a proper IT recruitment agency, like that's twenty-four-seven. It's uh, yeah, it's yeah. it's full on. I, I'd probably be in a centre. We'd be in an apartment. Yeah, I, I wouldn't get to see them. Mm. It, I'm not sure. I, I think for me that ship has sailed so the last couple of years has kind of been coming to terms with my own ego on that yeah, yeah, yeah. and the podcast has been really good because you know I, I'm it lets you dip, dip into that and yeah, like, yeah and you're not really comparing yourself as much because the like I could be talking to somebody as I mentioned who's like running like the biggest firms in America yeah, and stuff yeah, yeah. and you're like you're just in a different stratosphere and, and yeah, that's okay yeah. so you kind of go okay well you should just be happy with what you have yeah but to answer your question about having a kid each time I had a kid my earning went up really yeah fucking love that yeah about about 30% me (laughs) I love how you worked it out that's fucking class but I didn't have my wife didn't she was a book (laughs) she's like she's all like that is fucking class you're you're being less lazy this is great I love that it's really weird so like look my 
I've a really strong friendship circle now. There's about five That's of nice. us. <laughs> well, look, it's important. It's important, mate. Yeah, of course it is. Yeah, and um, they all have similar mindset, etc. Similar age. Gary V fans. Uh, yeah, and um, and look, so we, we were speaking about this recently when we were all together in Bali, actually. We were speaking about it because I think we'd all come across some sort of content or listen to a podcast or whatever when there's that story of, mm. like, I had a child and, like, I... I, I was only working at forty percent, or I was I was only. Yeah. Do, do you know what I mean? And I'm, I'm sure you've read or heard that loads of times. You've yeah, experienced yeah. it, right? So yeah, we were having those conversations. Like, look, I might have a kid. Yeah. I'm, I'm move, to Haber, move, move to Haber. Move to But um, no, I, yeah, I'm always intrigued to ask that, and, and I think that that's fascinating as well. Um, so 2018, then overall, fantastic. It was amazing. Got you back it back it back the, in the game. The, the podcast got me back in the game Love because. That. I wasn't just doing the same repetitive thing. Yeah. Um, did I have a part to play in that? What, what do you mean? Did I? Did I you have know. a part to play in that? In, in you starting the podcast? Not starting it. No, you were part of my research. Okay. I told you. I'll I always have. A, I always have a plan. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I'll take that. Yeah. Yeah. But I. I. I but I <laughs> keep you up the ass, right? You. Uh, Give me credit, man. Yeah. <laughs> you inspire me. <laughs> No, honestly, I'm, I'm really pleased with you, mate. Like, generally, looking from afar, um, I, I think I think you've done really well. Like, smashing me out of the water if we're being competitive. Oh. I don't get a thousand downloads a week. No? No. I whore myself out a lot, though. Like, <laughs> I'm, on, I'm on it a lot. <laughs> and, uh, <clears throat> well, I'll take that. Yeah, yeah. You're definitely beating me, mate. Um, so, guess what? Uh, uh, let me share my year very quickly with the. With I should have asked you about now. that. <laughs> That's cool. Can we not just talk about me now? <laughs> um, yeah, it's. Um, I mean, yeah, come and talk. So, been been a great decision. Has been fucking hard. Like our perception is reality, right? Yeah. So we got to practice what we preach about content. May look really nice and fun and shiny, but yeah, it's fucking intense. Cool building. Yeah, it's a cool building. Not such a cool walk here from the train station. <laughs> East London. Like, For those that, that have been there, it's uh, in the very, very East London. <laughs> like, got chased by a dog halfway. <laughs> put my yeah. phone on my pocket. We're, we're not going to be here forever. Um, but, um, yeah, I, I think what, what I'm excited about is... Um, I'm excited about where the recruitment industry, like, what, I, I, I do feel like things are changing and I've only been in amongst it for the last six months. Yeah. Obviously, I, I, I What's don't... your biggest learnings? My biggest learnings? Yeah. Like, because you're, like, when I first spoke to you, yeah. you're obviously pretty green in recruitment and you're kind of like, yeah. oh, I'm going to do a podcast from a bedroom. And, yeah, yeah. But, you're, like, but now you're speaking to agency owners all the time and yeah, yeah. You're, 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 you're dealing with guys who've been in the industry for a long time and, yeah. like, they've knocked you into shape. So, yeah. you know, what are the... One of the big things, like that, when you wake up, like what, what do you know now that you didn't? Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, that's no, it's a good question. It's something I'm definitely gonna think about. Nothing. So, you haven't learned anything. No, no, I have. Oh. I, I have. So I think. Um, I mean, I, I think the, the 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 actual sales skills I had mm-hmm. weren't as great as I thought they were. I'd say. In what way? Was it the way you asked questions? Was it when you asked them? Yeah, I think, well, I so I was a perm recruiter. My average fee was like five, six K. So here, yeah. I'm talking to clients about spending 60 to 100 grand. Yeah. 
So like that's been the biggest learning for me. Maybe, okay, maybe it's not the sales, maybe it's not the sales skills, but it's it's like that that whole sales process is completely new to me. Yeah. Like I've never I've never closed sixty to hundred grand deals. You neither, right? Well, what 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 part of that process is 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 it's, different? It's it's just, yeah, it's, to be fair, it's, I'd say it's just, I, I guess it's just how much money people are parting with. I mean, it's, it's, no, it's not as different to recruitment, like, it's, it's pretty much the same process, but it, it's, it's talking about a lot bigger figures, and yeah. I haven't really done that before. That, that's been the learning, I think, again, I've, I've learned a lot in terms of um, my personal brand, like, that's, that's, that's been probably one of the biggest learnings, and how much that's helped me, and... I, I wouldn't be here in terms of the opportunities I'll have, and you're Mr. Personal Brand now, aren't you? I, I, I just believe in it a lot. Yeah. Just, just because it's, and, and that's what I mean. It's, it's not anything new, though. It's just recruitment. In recruitment, it's quite new. Do you know what I mean? It's not. Yeah. It's not new. I think like, we were afraid in recruitment to stand out before. Yeah. You know, on social media and all of that, because yeah. you kind of want to, like, traditionally it was the Michael Page, Robert Walters, corporates, yeah, yeah, like yeah. slickness and. Mm. Here we, here we are in our yeah, Christmas yeah. jumpers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I think, um, honestly, man, I haven't gave that a lot of thought. I, uh, so sales skills, one? Like, yeah, well, like, yeah, big sales deals. Personal brand even more so, definitely, because I only t- yeah. like, touched on that in recruitment, really. Learned a lot on this podcast. I'd yeah. say, like, learned a lot from other people. Could you could you kind of... Elaborate on that? Yeah, is there any... Anybody... That you've interviewed, that that you've kind of gone. We learned a lot from. I learned a lot from. Um, I've stayed in touch with him a lot, actually. Dan Alexander. Um, he's in the, the the group that we're in. Yeah, right? yeah, he's in the group. Yeah, that that a big mindset piece on that. And I was sort of on that, but I learned a lot from him. Um, and I think, if I'm honest, mate, I think one of the biggest things I've learned from sitting down people in this room is that that, that we're no different. Like mm. I've had, like like you said, right people who've made shitload of cash and built successful businesses like there's nothing in, there's nothing between still, us they still fell into recruitment because they were wrong yeah that's what I mean so like that, that that's something and then I think if I'm honest a, a huge learning actually thinking about now I'm on this thought process is um, how how big the opportunity is for people to work in recruitment as in like I know. You, I remember asking you a question. Yeah. Do you think more people should get into recruitment? Like, no, fuck off. <laughs> and like, and um, now because it's fucking hard. Yeah, yeah. I know. I know it's hard, but I think I think but too you, many go in and fail. Yeah, yeah. No, you're right. But if they, but again, your podcast are doing it, and, and this is doing it. But if you actually know what the tr- actual con- like what's involved, then then like it's a fucking great opportunity to like completely change your life. <clears throat> I know that's a bit cheesy, but it's true. Like, recruitment has. You can look at me funny, and I don't care. But recruitment has, and I, I feel a bit weird saying this because I left recruitment. But recruitment has the capability of. I'm complete, still <laughs> years later. Recruitment has a complete like it has the capability of completely changing your life, right? Fact. And it did change mine. Yeah, it's changed mine. Yeah. Even though I'm out of it now, <laughs> but I wouldn't be. It, where, got, it got yeah. It got me to where I am now. Do you yeah. know what I mean? So like, and we don't need more people. No. No. I've, we need more okay. people. We need more people to stay. So there you go. Yeah, we need more people to stay. Yeah. Okay. So, um, so that's been a big. So like, we we got loads of data recently that I'm, I'm gonna I'm shit remembering um, numbers and that. But um, in London, so there's thirty thousand recruitment agencies in the UK. Okay. That's I'm pretty sure that's fact. Like, I'm pretty sure that's right. Okay. Twenty nine, twenty eight, yeah, twenty nine thousand. Yeah, right. I'm just gonna say thirty. 
Move rules. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's accurate. And um, from this report we got recently, yeah, I'll show you after. Yeah, yeah, no worries. And um, <laughs> thirty. Okay, so fuck the fuck the number then. But thirty. 30 this, yeah. this is definitely right. Thirty percent of the recruit of the UK recruitment industry resides in London. Thirty percent. Yeah. I wonder what other percentage recruits from outside of London into London. Ah, oh, right, okay, yeah, that's like interesting, I, that's interesting. Yeah. I'd say it's probably 50. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so, so moving to London and being in this whole recruitment, yeah. like, like there's, I'm, and I'm pretty sure the number's like eight to 9,000 recruitment agencies in London wow. alone. Yeah. It's fucking mental. That is mental. And I was just, so being in this whole bubble, I've learned, like, G- Jesus Christ, like, there's, there's some serious potential to, like, make an impact, earn money, make a difference and, and all that so when you're dealing with these agencies <coughs> yeah what's their biggest objection to biggest objection yeah ROI clear ROI um, and, and can we not show them that with data now like yeah with the right system yeah yeah you can right but then right that system. takes investment right yeah it takes money up front um, to get invest in the right tech and, and all that um, another thing is um, I'll, be, I'll be honest like some people just don't get it not yet not yet yeah I think that's a key thing yeah I think like it's it was it, 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 I mean yeah uh, it's, it's I mean like you were you were asking what's, what's kind of next and the next bit for me is to you know get the podcast chop it into highlights yeah maybe try and do the video piece yeah, yeah, yeah. unless I look like a weirdo on this <laughs> um, and and then get the distribution of it right yeah yeah whether that's paid or organic yeah and then put that up Nakedly, is nakedly the right word? Natively, natively, yeah, <laughs> nakedly, no nakedly. <laughs> uh, on the right channels and yeah, retarget it, yeah, and then from there, then you're able to kind of yeah, yeah. grab it. Yeah, I think I think, I think your big thing, mate, is um, uh, that whole like client piece, the businesses you're working with, and have vacancies with that um, have a relationship with you or whatever. Like that, the content around that is that's really powerful, isn't it, for candidates? And I think that could that could get people. Yeah, w- we might go into other avenues next year. Mm. My wife's coming back into the business, nice. so we'll get involved in recruiting. Yeah, so she was, she started it with me, but you know we've got uh, we've got a, an amazing virtual administration team, mm. so we, we might we might develop that as a service mm. if. Uh, there's definitely a market for it it's all I get all day Mm. Um, see I'd say I'd say uh, clear ROI um, just just um, not having to spend X amount on it that much from before Mm -hmm. Um, mindset just uh, the the mindset of fuck that I'll get three three four new recruiters and they'll bill 100 200k by two three years Um, I still hear a lot of the time I'd I'd say they're, they're, they're the key ones if I'm honest um, but I think the exciting thing is that the people that we've ended up working with are, are people that see it as an opportunity because it genuinely is no bullshit a window of opportunity because <clears throat> we're, we're, we haven't even hit like the tip of the iceberg in terms of the amount of people that we work with and the people that we're working we're only with starting, really. that's what I mean and, and the amount of people that we're working with compared to how many in the industry and the, so the people that are bought into it are the people that see it as an opportunity and uh, in terms of competitive advantage and if they get it right now yeah. they're well ahead of the game and you've seen what people did before, like you guys kind of get cool yeah and, and like the designs and stuff on their website and how to look like it's all kind of slick and it looks good yeah. and if, if you were a young recruiter and you were seeing it you go oh yeah that, that's cool the stuff that was done before by so-called thought leaders mm. 
are people who are offering me marketing services. Yeah, it's terrible. Yeah, it's really bad. It's really bad. Really bad. <laughs> Old cigar smoking. <laughs> Geriatric. And I think that's also an opportunity as well. I don't know if yeah. you've noticed that. Now you put yourself out there, but I just see the same characters at these like. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah, the yeah. same characters, like at the. It's the uh, same, same fifty lads. Yeah. yeah. Um, couple of, couple of women. Yeah, a couple of women. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. now I put myself out there. and I'm in this whole world. It's like the UK recruiter event. Same sort of people there. Like recruitment expo. <coughs> I see the same people there because I wanted to put myself. The on. circuit. Yeah, like you, know, the, like you just see the same the same faces, and there's yeah. and, I, and and it comes they're back not in it. None of them have recruited a role <coughs> for a while. For a while, but I think coming back to your point, and I, I think that's why it's really cool is that a lot of those people that they have great careers, and I'm sure they they can help people. But I think that that's the really exciting thing because like people like yourself, me putting ourselves out there, and, and other people, I think that that's really exciting. I think yeah. like young people. Interesting, you said that about the. UK, I, I had the exact same vibe. Yeah, I was like, oh right, everybody's over fifty. Oh yeah, because okay. you, you spoke there recently, didn't you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that that's just what I feel about that. And look, it's great what those people achieve, but I think it's just it's, you just see the similar thing. So yeah, it'd be interesting how um, twenty nineteen arrivals, mate. But I guess um, look, let, let, what let, before we wrap this up, mate, what's what's going on in twenty nineteen and what what are you excited about? <clears throat> it's more of the same, you know. Yeah. Um, I'm not having any children this year. <laughs> I'm not buying and renovating the house. Like it's, we can just focus and kind of just enjoy life a little bit more. It's yeah. been an intense couple of That's years. Oh, two kids, two years. Like move country, did all it's mental. Yeah. yeah, it's just been. It's you got anyone um, excited that you want to pick up on the podcast? Anybody what? Anyone that you've got lined up for the podcast that you want to um, pick up? Not really, no, no. I've got, I've got, got a few lined up in jam. I've, I've got about fifty lined up for next year already. Really, fifty? Yeah, I've got the machine now. <laughs> <laughs> I did sixty. I did sixty-two in, in a few months. Yeah, like, so, so I mean, I've only done like forty-seven. Yeah. So I'll do them in person though. I know, and I'm obsessed. Like yeah. I, I'm an intense character. How do you um, do you message people, ring them, and say do you want to be on my podcast like, on LinkedIn? Yeah, because between between us all, we've fifty thousand, sixty thousand connections on LinkedIn. Mm. So, um, so I'm able to kind of show, like, demonstrate the value of it now, and yeah. and then it's just kind of finding that balance of getting leaders and then interesting people. Like, yeah. I've had like a, I've had like a a few Americans, and America's great for independent recruiters. Yeah, people are making like half a million sitting at home, or mm. a million sitting yeah, at home. Yeah, yeah. And some of them are, are amazing, some of them are okay, but they can all tell a story. And it always interests me because in the UK and in Ireland, we're obsessed with creating big corporate structures. Really? And in America, it's the opposite. Yeah. You know, they're, they're just like, oh, give me five minutes of training, I'll set up my own business. <laughs> Sick. Well, um, look, I'm really excited for 2019. Excited to um, see where your podcast goes, excited where yeah. this goes. And um, it's been a pleasure, mate. Thanks for coming up. We're going to have a beer or what? Yeah, we'll grab a beer, yeah. All right. Yeah. Good man. <laughs>